anxiety and not with that you can either cause anxiety or relieve it i would think just in general sure (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's ain't that anxiety for you just as a role for life (laughs) wait don't we usually say what the date is what's today it's march 9th 2019 at 1 52 p.m and today we are this is our first episode we're recording of this cluster and we have a surprise birthday Seth and tonight. He doesn't know. He might know, but he's acting like he doesn't if he does know. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. So that's exciting. Um, mm. how have you been? I've been good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. How about you? I've been good. I've been having uh crazy dreams, just weird dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a dream last night that <laughs> <laughs> I, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck <laughs> went to prison and I became really good friends with them and they beca- they fell in love with me. Okay. Both of them <laughs> causing some drama. And uh, I started a podcast about how they were wrongfully accused <laughs> and um, they got out and then I had to decide who to marry even though I was already married. Oh, wow. I chose Ben Affleck but I think I think they both kind of suck. Like I think that's kind of been <laughs> confirmed ever since Matt Damon's like racist thing, and then Ben Affleck. Maybe not him directly, but I know his little brother is quite the rapist. So I was like, really, those two? But I think I, is this because we were talking about the movie, um, the Pearl Harbor last night? Were we talking about that last night? Yeah. I don't remember that. Okay. Were we? Did you dream about that? <laughs> Maybe. Because I, I don't remember that. <laughs> oh, I gosh. think, I don't know why I'm having, I had that dream, but the only thing I can conclude is that I probably had it because of my research topic. And oh, okay. th- my research topic today is on the Wild West and funerals in the Wild West. And I remember I really enjoyed the movie The Assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford. Oh, okay. And Casey Affleck was in that. Yeah. So I think like I just, I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. Or maybe I just secretly have a thing for (laughs) Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, which is, they're not really my type. No. Not really my type. No. Um, But yeah, that was the dream I had. And the podcast just shot to fame, obviously, because <laughs> it's about Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. And how they're fighting over you in jail. Yeah. No, it was about how they were wrongly accused. Oh, okay. I, I kept it very professional. Okay. Journalistic well, approach. Yes. I see. But yeah, the the end of the dream, we were, I was, try, I was trying to coordinate conjugal visits, but they had to be at least an hour apart. So I had to choose who to bone first. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I mean, it was, just, I literally woke up and I was like, seven. I just had a dream <laughs> that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were fighting over me. And he was like, they can have you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, it was so weird. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to add? Not to that. No. <laughs> Just let that one ride out. Yeah. So, yes. So, please tell us how that relates to your uh, research topic because... Well, as I said, I am... I I was obviously reading a little bit about Jesse James in my research topic. So, that's the only link I can make. Okay. Because I have not seen either of them in anything in a very long time. I definitely never saw Batman with Ben Affleck. Because I think Ben Affleck himself was like, yeah, this sucks. Don't watch it. (laughs) So, good to know. Um, but yeah, I was uh, watching the new Coen Brothers movie on Netflix, which is, God, what's it called? Oh, the some, Buster Scruggs. The, mm-hmm. I forget what it's called exactly, but it's a real long movie and it's just a bunch of short stories from the Wild West and because it is a Coen Brothers film. It's, you know, very dramatic and, but still good. It's Coen Brothers. But I was watching it and I was like, man, people are dying a lot back then. <laughs> how that work out for yeah, them? Like, I mean, where'd they bury them? If and... you've ever played Oregon Trail. Yeah, then... exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so when you think of the Wild West, what comes to mind? Um, I just kind of pictured that scene you always see in a movie, like, where they're downtown and, like, this, or, like, the small... Tumbleweed blows. Yeah, like, tumbleweed blowing in, like, the saloon door where the shit's always about to go yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. That's kind of what I picture. Gunslingers, cowboys. Yeah. Native Americans. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And just like lawlessness. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think everyone probably thinks of like the old Western films. Mm -hmm. Um, And they definitely, American mythology has just created so many old Westerns, but... It only, the uh, Wild West was only for 30 years. Huh. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It only lasted for 30 years. Um, Also known as the American Frontier, the Wild West began shortly after the Civil War in 1865, and by 1895, it was over. And this is around the time America went for it. Yeah. AKA Manifest Destiny. (laughs) Yeah. So, like I was saying, naturally, Hollywood glamorized the truth. Cowboys were illiterate and worked hard, dirty jobs. They weren't actually called cowboys. They were cattlemen. They had one set of clothes that they wore until they basically turned into rags. They didn't bathe. They didn't brush their teeth. In fact, most Americans didn't brush their teeth until 1915 when a, an ad came along <laughs> telling people to. Um, there were always a few men and women in prostitution, but they came from all over. In Wyoming alone, a population of 10,000 people, there were at least 56 nationalities, including Germans, Irish, Italians, Swedes, Norwegians, Finns, Chinese, Russians, and Slovakians. Um, Another truth was that Native Americans who had populated the area were pushed out, and were pushed out were not savage killers, (laughs) like we've been told, uh, but mostly peaceful and friendly, and notably a lot cleaner than the settlers. So I always think about the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Um, during that time, uh, the Oregon Trail, and I know we all remember playing 
like you said, that <laughs> yeah. exhilarating video game. Not like maybe school. one and only computer game I've ever gotten addicted same, to. <laughs> same. At a very young age. Yes. And really depressing. Yes. So depressing. Died of cholera so many times. So many times. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, oh, I usually died dysentery. fording the river. Really? <laughs> I was a really good hunter. And so I usually had too much like bison <laughs> on my cart. And I'm like, no, I'm fording this river. I'm, I'm gonna cross this river you gotta plan accordingly care. on the Oregon but Trail but I was like I know but I was just like I'm gonna make it across by golly and then I would die fording the river I could do this I'm gonna it's like I'm getting across with all of my buffalo hides yeah <laughs> I didn't I didn't come out here for nothing yeah I don't want him to go to waste yeah this, well, that was we smart. eat what we kill and use the rest of it. Yeah, you should anyway. Yeah. Natives did, and then it just ended up at the bottom of the river. <laughs> so, so. Hopefully, somebody found it. Yeah, I don't know how long that would be good for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the video game super realistic. <laughs> It is estimated by the Bureau of Land Management that as many as 10% of the approximately 300,000 pioneers who braved the trail died on the way. I thought it was a lot more. Yeah. 10%. I mean, that's still a lot of people. Yeah. But I thought, I don't know. I guess I just think of population of America now. I definitely died 10% more (laughs) than the time I played it. Same. Exactly. Thank God that it was just a video game. (laughs) That's awful. Like, that's... I guess it'd be like making a video game now about war. Yeah, or like the border crossing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's not going to be fun. No, not at all. Um, most deaths on the Oregon Trail were caused by cholera, but other common causes of death were accidental shooting by heavily armed pioneers that were not properly trained. <laughs> surprise, surprise! Not much has changed in modern day America. Being crushed by wagon wheels, oh, as well as other violent deaths. Um, and like I said, this is important if you watch Buster Scruggs, Ballad <laughs> of Buster Scruggs, because it definitely, like I was talking about the American mythology and film history, it definitely perpetuates the fear-mongering myth that we were exposed to in grade school, that massacres by Native Americans were a huge cause of death, and they were incredibly violent. Violent. Um, like I said, they were in fact very rare and uh, American historians have recorded only 360 deaths by Native Americans from 1840 to 1860. Oh. So, of course, when there was a conflict, it was brutal and both sides were pretty awful. Yeah. So, um, let's see. They buried their dead as quickly as they could because until the early 1900s, there were no known ways of preserving the body of the deceased and on the Oregon Trail that can't smell great. (laughs) No. So, uh, let's see. There Basically, there are plenty of unmarked graves on the Oregon Trail still today. You know, to today. I guess 10% of 300,000, which I'm not going to do math. Is that... 30,000. Is that 30,000? Oh, 1% would be 3,000. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then 0.1% would be 300. <laughs> so there's a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, people, that, okay, so this little statistics about the Wild West and how people died. The average life expectancy in the U.S. at that time was 47. Only 14% of the homes in the U.S. had a bathtub. Only 8% of homes had a telephone, which is still crazy to me. Yeah. But it's 18, you know, by 1895. Yeah. But 8% seems high. Yeah. But who knows? There were only 8,000 cars. Okay, so this is up until 1920. 
Okay. Because they're still considered, they're considering it, um, Wild West is 1865 to 1895. Okay. But a lot of the uh, outlaws lived. Yeah. Much longer. So this is just that span of the 50 years after the Civil War. Um, the average U.S. worker made between $200 and $400 per year. More than 95% of all births in the U.S. took place at home. Duh. Yeah. Duh. Most women wash their hair once a month. That's not very surprising because I, I do this, that too. <laughs> once a month. <laughs> um, when we think about Wild West, we think about violence, but it wasn't typically violence that sent settlers to their final resting place. The environment was incredibly harsh. Water was scarce and doctors were few and far between. Living in a town did not mean you were guaranteed medical care or even a proper burial. Life expectancy of a cowboy was only 24 years old. It was not uncommon for a cowboy's ho- horse to far outlive a cowboy. Wow. Yeah, right? Yeah. Sometimes they'd have yeah, cause, I mean, more than one. Horses live for, what, like 30 years? Yeah, 35 years yeah. is what I found. Yeah. Um, but then it was interesting to me because uh, if a person survived age 20, they could expect to live around 30, 30 more years. Hmm. So if they made it to 20... They had a good, you could give it a good run. Just really upped your chances. Yeah, exactly. Make it those first 20 years. Yeah. Life expectancy was slightly uh, higher for women than men. Uh, average lifespan of scholars was 59 to 84.3 years. I Wait, like read, they, read that again, just that, so I can get that in my head. Average lifespan of a scholar okay. was 59 to 84.3 years. Huh. Yeah, I guess they're just sitting in a library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just not, not doing a lot of professor, dangerous work. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely not. Yeah, that makes more sense. There were conflicting reports um, on the murder rate. Hmm. Okay. It says the annual murder rate of 165 per 100,000 was more than 15 times higher than a city rate at 10 per 100,000 around the turn of the 19th century with that okay i always get the 19th century and 20th centuries confused so 20th century is 1900 yeah okay so it was rate of 10 per 100,000 around the turn of the 19th and the 20th centuries yeah so in the uh wild west no annual murder rate 165 per 100,000 was 15 times higher than a city rate okay so i guess that would include all the rural areas and so like what was considered a murder then because you think about the wild west of just that sort of shootout frontier justice yeah yeah, yeah. so was that considered murder yeah i think any homicide yeah like a like a yeah if you even if you shoot someone in a shootout yeah whether it was justified or Mm not because uh wyatt earp he was Mm -hmm. a deputy a u.s marshal and he killed a lot of fucking people but he did it under the protection of right carrying out justice mm-hmm. so but he still murdered people i guess yeah i don't know let's see it says in absolute numbers that would translate hypothetically into 16.5 murders a year in tombstone versus 50 murders per year for chicago's 500,000 residents around 1880 oh wow so that's a lot mm-hmm. um the average for tombstone was actually closer to 10 per year relative to a peak population of 10,000 which is still pretty high um, top five causes of death in the Wild West were pneumonia and influenza, tuberculosis, diarrhea, heart disease, and stroke. <laughs> so with the exception of tuberculosis and diarrhea, it's pretty much the same as today. Yeah. Just a lot younger because no medical care. Yeah. And as I was saying about the Oregon Trail and cholera, cholera 
if you don't know, is a bacterial infection of the small intestines. The symptoms include vomiting, muscle cramps, and of course diarrhea, which is what everyone died of in the video game. Dysentery. From yeah. <laughs> back then, uh, diarrhea was typically so severe that people would die within hours from dehydration and electrolyte imbalance. Because mm. I guess they don't have any IVs to put in you or any Pedialyte to give you. you. So after your stomach virus last week, or after your food poisoning last week, yeah, you'd be dead. be done. You'd be gone. If you may have been gone I if you had it. Found that mm. Pedialyte. <laughs> uh, it spread so easily because of the general way of life in the West, poor sanitation and lack of water treatment. We're breeding grounds for cholera, typhoid, and pretty much all the bad shit that yeah. you can think of. Bad gut health. I didn't treat their water. No. Um, and as for doctors in the Wild West, uh, medical technologies in the Wild West were way less advanced than they are today and downright scary. Until Joseph Lister. Yeah. Did we talk about? No. No. I had to do a report on him. I thought we, no, we were listening to a podcast or I was. I guess so. Okay. So I had to do a report on Joseph Lister. In school. Okay. Listerine. <laughs> Stupid. That's not funny. <laughs> in the early days of a settlement, the local drugstore owner was considered the doctor in town, and they typically sold heavily unresearched remedies <laughs> that were laced with alcohol or opium. So it'd be like me going to Tina at CVS <laughs> down the street and getting some essential oils laced with heroin. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll feel better, but I'm definitely going to die. Yeah. You know, or, like, get super addicted and keep going back for more opium gunshot wounds were way worse for a victim if they survived when someone was shot they would either die from shock or more frequently they would die from blood poisoning what if i got shot i'd just be like nope don't come get me please was it andrew jackson it was a president they got shot 22 times shot so many times yeah just (laughs) they what they call him they call because he like they said he old jingle bells he he rattled when he walked yeah so many bullet holes (laughs) yeah he was weird from crazy yeah crazy as hell from shootout the big cheese from uh the the dollop right that was the episode yeah the big Andrew Jackson listen to that one guys that one's funny (laughs) um and yeah okay sorry (laughs) so because of the uh, depressing atmosphere most doctors would become alcoholics or become addicted to the opium and laudanum yeah laudanum laudanum is that like a opiate mm-hmm. okay that they use to treat victims we talked about that in the victorian era okay okay um funerals in the wild west much like the old cowboy mantra <laughs> few cowboys ever owned much the primary reward of being a cowboy was the pleasure of living a cowboy's life <laughs> funerals in the old west were pretty simple um most of the uh, most people were buried in what were referred to as boot hill cemeteries and they were called so because of the many people killed while wearing their boots. Uh, this basically brings us to the undertakers in the Wild West. Okay. The job of an undertaker is never easy. And even today, we hear plenty of stories on this podcast <laughs> uh, from funeral <laughs> professionals that make us realize that. But back then, many towns didn't have a proper undertaker. Whoever served as the town's um, furniture store maker would be... Or like the furniture store, the furniture maker, he would end up being the undertaker. So, or like if there was a local doctor, aka drugstore owner, that would become the undertaker. So they basically just went searching for someone with the tools to build a wooden box to throw them in. (laughs) So then whoever owned the furniture store would end up building a box and then burying them. And yeah. Yeah. 
So coffins, yeah, that's okay. Coffins are made by whoever. We need had a man the with tools and wood. Yes, yeah. uh, this person died. We need to get him buried quick because we don't know how to embalm a body yet. Yeah. Uh, much like today, loved ones of the deceased would all gather and eat food, like dumplings, fried chicken, pie, all that, and tell favorite stories about the deceased. When it came time, they would gather around the coffin. It'd be raised on a pair of uh, saw horses. A minister would speak. Pallbearers would load the coffin into a wagon and carry it to the local cemetery where it'd be buried. The deceased loved ones would walk along in the procession when they arrived at the cemetery as the body was buried. Mourners would wail and mourn loudly because it was assumed if people weren't making a big show, the family didn't actually care and suspicions would arise. Oh. Grief is weird. It reminds me of Victorian era, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Now, embalming in the Wild West. Because preserving human bodies was a relatively new technology in the American frontier. Bodies were usually first soaked in alcohol, much like their lives. (laughs) Hardy, har, har, har. (laughs) Or arsenic, about three pounds per body. Um, I came across a story of people being preserved in barrels of whiskey until they could be buried, which that's disgusting. Yeah. Ruin all what a barrel of whiskey, of whiskey right? <laughs> what a cool way to remember, uh, memor- memorialize people. Just have a, every now and then yes. throw back a shot of old, old Tom. <laughs> Just, I know, awful. Gross. Um, there was a woman who preserved her, bo- her husband's body in a tin casket filled with whiskey and she kept it under her bed for months and then sent it by train to Illinois for a spring burial. Oh, okay. As I mentioned, uh, actual doctors didn't become common in settlements until after the American Civil War, uh, where during that time they learned surgical techniques that still often just meant a delayed and more painful death. But this, still this business, or this is when the business of burial became a real need, especially when wealthy men and military officers died and their bodies were returned home for a proper burial. In order to do so, they needed to discover a way to preserve the bodies before sending them on the often long journey home. Enter formaldehyde. Mm -hmm. Very important part of the funeral industry. (laughs) Alexander Butlerov, Butlerov, I don't know, a Russian chemist discovered formaldehyde in 1959. Formaldehyde, I guess, which is still used today, made preservation of all human bodies possible. Um, But, you know, goes on and on and on to talk about how it's very dangerous and can lead to many ailments in undertakers mm. which i mean i'm sure that they're not surprising <laughs> yeah not surprising and i'm sure they're pretty careful yeah when it comes to that um so it was formaldehyde and i think we've said this before that turned death into a business really because yeah. you could embalm a body yeah um so now i want to talk about some of the most notorious deaths and funerals Mm. from this era so formaldehyde came about during the wild west Mm -mm, 1959 okay so it was yeah you just they would just soak them in alcohol or arsenic which i can't imagine the arsenic was all that safe either so (laughs) (sighs) paris green there you go (laughs) which i mean i guess wouldn't this be around that time that would be wild west would be 1850s or 18s when was victorian era era. so it'd be post-victorian right was victorian like 1700s i can't remember i could just listen to that episode again (laughs) (sighs) see how much we retain in our (laughs) brains when we research things um dates nope 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 nope. (laughs) so have you some weapons (laughs) i don't even know we're still trying to figure out when jesus lived (laughs) there's like this time warp that happened (laughs) 
<laughs> BC, AD, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, with the BC and AD, or the quote unquote 33, was he alive for 33 years? Jesus? Yeah, because there's some country song about I outlived um, somebody in Jesus. Um, <laughs> Hank and Jesus. Or Hank, okay. Like Hank and Jesus. So 33 years, is there just no time we don't ad and bc do we not we don't know what happened during this the dead sea scrolls yeah right not what sure yeah it's the part of 33 years of jesus's life that's missing from the bible so i just found out there was a book of the bible called numbers okay (laughs) just wait it's the books called numbers yeah you know like there's psalms there's matthew mark i mean there's like leviticus yeah there's a book of the bible called numbers oh yeah you didn't know that no Uh uh-huh yeah, I did. I did know that. I, I was did like, not yeah. know that. which is kind of dumb. In Numbers one eleven, you'll see, and it's like, yeah, there's so many one elevens in this Bible. Oh my God! Last night, I was, I found a bunch of old journals. Side note, and I, I forget how we got on this topic, but I said something to Seth, and I was like, he was giving me attitude. I said, whatever. It's not like numbers ever hurt anybody. And he goes, Oh yeah, tell that to nine eleven. <laughs> And I was like, fuck. That was really sad, but it was also really funny. Um, So anyway, back to the people that died in the Wild West. Yeah. Um, Have you ever heard of Elmer McCurdy? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was a a notorious bank robber and outlaw that died in 1911 during a shootout in Oklahoma. No one was willing or able to claim his body, which led the funeral home director to embalm his body. With, you know, probably an arsenic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, he shaved him and dressed him nicely in a suit. The funeral direct, the funeral home director. So he did all that. You think like, oh, out of goodwill, like a still person. Let's clean him up. But then he refused to bury his body until he received proper payment for his services. <laughs> but no one ever came forward to claim him or pay the fee. So in order to to make up for his loss, he put Mr. McCurdy's body on display to the public and charged an admission fee to view the corpse. Okay. Okay. The attraction was advertised as the bandit who wouldn't give up. And people from all over or came. Go down. Or go yeah, right, Clearly <laughs> still here. Uh, people came, or people from all over came to see the remains. And so, you know, morbid curiosity wins again. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, a traveling carnival company purchased his, mora- his remains and became an attraction in the traveling show until 1949. So I guess at this time it was pretty common carnivals did things mm-hmm. like that to you know they would get an outlaw to attract crowds in the early days of the 20th century and you know that was a way for somebody to pay off a bad debt mummy freak show whatever yeah so by 1949 his body was thought to simply be an old prop in 1976 when the crew of the six million dollar man rented out a fun house in long beach california one crew member went to move what was thought to be a creepy decoration and the arm fell off <gasps> that's when they realized the prop was actually a mummy and an autopsy later revealed it was the body of elmer mccurdy <gasps> finally in 1977 he received a proper burial in oklahoma oh and I, we definitely need to post the pictures of that of like his <laughs> freak show thing yeah. on the website because it was crazy okay so now i'm going to talk about wyatt earp mm-hmm. um wyatt earp the fame you know of the famous earp yes. brothers are most famous for their long battle with the clanton mcclary ranching families over political and economic control of tombstone arizona 
On October 26, 1881, tensions boiled over, resulting in a violent battle when Wyatt and his brothers, Virgil and Morgan, <laughs> I type virgin. <laughs> Sorry. I just had to laugh. Virgin Herb. Virgin Herb. <laughs> God, that'd be awful. Um, a violent battle when Wyatt and his brothers, Virgil and Morgan, and close friend Doc Holliday killed three men from the Clanton and McClary clans. The violent shootout on a tombstone street near the OK Corral only lasted 30 seconds. After a short trial, it was ruled that the men had legally carried out their duties as law officers and were acquitted. Many of the townspeople were unhappy with this ruling, and several subsequent attacks took place. In December 1881, the the Clantons, McClary's, ambushed Virgil Earp, who survived but lost his left arm. In March 1882, Wyatt and Morgan were attacked while playing billiards, and Morgan was killed. Wyatt was a U.S. Deputy Marshal and had legal right to bring the killers to justice, but going about things the legal way wasn't like him. Instead, he and Doc Holliday allegedly killed two of the men suspected in his brother's death, and from there he spent years roaming the West. He finally settled in Los Angeles, California, where his legend attracted many in the thriving film industry. He worked for many years as an unpaid technical consultant working on Hollywood Westerns. He drew from his colorful past and educated matinee idols like William Hart and Tom Mix on the days of yore and how it had really been. Wyatt Earp died in 1929 at the age of 80, far outliving his Wild West peers. Wow. Uh, it was ri- widely reported that at his, funer- f- at his funeral, Tom Mix openly wept. Hmm. So he had obviously went on to live a, yeah. a bright life. Touched many lives. Touched many lives. <laughs> Okay, now Jesse James. Oh. Which is why I think I had a sex dream about Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. <laughs> it's really the only thing that makes sense to me. Sure. I mean, mm-hmm. here's the thing is like, I don't think I'm going to have sex with Matt Damon. I would have sex with Ben Affleck before Matt Damon. Hmm. But I don't think I'm going to have, like, you know, there's not many people I'd say no to if I was a single woman. Yeah. But I just don't think Ben Affleck would be my first cho- like choice. No, that's not like. But, but dreams are weird. Yeah, dreams and grief. Yeah, there. Yeah, the, uh, Jenny's friend has like sex dreams about George Bush all the time. <laughs> I know, and it's weird because then you wake up and you're like, oh my god. Yeah, am I attracted <laughs> to him? You see a picture of him, no. you're like, <laughs> turns me on a little bit. No, 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 you're not. No, your brain is just weird. Yeah. So anyway, Jesse James. Mm-hmm. Uh, the infamous Wild West outlaw may have died in 1882 um, when Robert Ford killed him. Uh, but his legend lived on, as did persistent rumors that he faked his own death. Although it was widely accepted that fellow gang member Bob Ford shot and killed him to collect bounty, some speculate that Ford had actually murdered another man to help Jesse James escape. Um, this claim was boosted when a hundred year old man named j frank dalton came forward in 1948 and said he was the real jesse james but in 1995 the james family requested the that the body be exhumed um from a kearney missouri cemetery and dna tests confirmed the remains were indeed those of jesse james now what i thought was kind of funny that i wanted to read was so his original grave was on his family property um, and he was then moved to that final resting place that was confirmed by DNA to be his. His mother had the following epitaph written for him. In loving memory of my beloved son, murdered by a traitor and coward whose name is not worthy to appear here. Ooh. 
she nasty. Burn. She nasty. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so Wild Bill Hickok, you know who he is? I feel like they're pretty much all the same. <laughs> I feel like Wild, I mean, I'm assuming that's just Wild, Wild Bill. Bill. Yeah, okay. Wild Bill and Calamity Jane. Calamity Jane. Okay, yeah, right, okay. okay. So they, he like did not care for her at all mm-hmm. during her life. So when she died... <laughs> She was buried at Mount Moriah Cemetery, South Dakota, next to Wild Bill. <laughs> for the man who planned her funeral, later stated that Wild Bill had had absolutely no use for her while she was alive, so they decided to play a posthumous choke on him by giving her a resting place by his side. <laughs> in another account Was state, she in on this joke? Well, that's what, okay. okay. So another account states, in compliance with Jane's dying request, the Society of Black Hills Pioneers took charge of her funeral and burial in Mount Moriah Cemetery besides Wild, beside Wild Bill. Not just old friends, but the morbidly curious and many who would not have acknowledged Calamity Jane when she was alive overflowed the First Methodist Church for the funeral services on August 4th and followed the hearse up the steep winding road to Deadwood's Boot Hill. So, yeah, they... <laughs> She was like, fuck that. <laughs> Put me right next to this asshole. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty That's pretty funny. awesome. Um, so, like I said, I could continue to go on about all the many deaths <laughs> in the Wild West. But the one that I liked a lot and thought was good to end on was... My favorite death. My favorite death. It actually was just because <laughs> of the funeral. Um, you know, for most part today, the Wild West no longer exists, but there's still plenty of people that travel to go see these towns that are now either ghost towns or, and you know, an urban metropolis mm-hmm. like Phoenix, Arizona, um, or Los Angeles even. Horses have now been replaced by cars <laughs> and all this stuff. But TV shows keep, yeah, and movies keep this alive. There are people um, like Wild West fans, Arthur and Winifred, is that you say that? Winifred, Winifred, Winifred Wilkinson, who would make the annual pilgrimage to Tombstone, Arizona, all the way from England. I was going to ask: Is Tombstone still in existence? Is it a real town? Yeah, still? Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I mean, I'm gonna double check, but it says, it says so. Tombstone, Arizona. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Oh, well, yeah. Remember that country song? God, a lot of country songs. <laughs> I uh, mean, we're talking about no the Wild West here. Address postmark Tombstone. Oh yeah. Don't know where oh, yeah. I'm going next. But when I do, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, so these fans, they were married in Tombstone in 2002, just blocks away from the OK Corral. On their annual visit to Tombstone in 2009, they were unfortunately run down while crossing a street by pickup truck. Oh. Uh, the Wild West fans received a send-off that they could only have ever dreamed of in the town of Tombstone. The funeral procession was led by an actual Indian chief, Native American chief, yes, <laughs> and a brigade of both Union and Confederate soldiers into the Arizona Cemetery. 350 guests all dressed up in their Wild West best, and Dolly Parton's Keep on the Sunny Side was played during the service. Arthur was remembered by many for his Civil War reenactments, where he always played a Southern Confederate. Their friends and family, however, will carry on as the old cowboy proverb goes, it's not how many times you get bucked off that counts, it's how many times you saddle back up. And there's like this great article with the pictures from their funeral, and it is legit. Yeah. (laughs) 
Like so they were just Wild West fans? Huge Wild West fans. Yeah. And I mean, they dressed up all the time. They'd go every year for, I think, 30 years is what they said. Wow. All the way from, I think they probably moved to America, mm-hmm. but they were from Lancashire, England. Hmm. Yeah. Although the circumstances were quite tragic, it really was a celebration of a good life well lived. So basically in the Wild West, they just buried you as quick as they could. Yeah. Not a lot of time for grief. Yeah. Just move on. Bury your dead. They're gone. It was the Wild West. Goodbye. Yeah. Have you ever like driven much? I mean, have you ever been to Texas or I've been to Texas Arizona when I was a lot much? younger. Actually, I've been to Texas a couple times, but yeah. So, you know, and I went drove. On, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I went on my road trip when I can't remember if it was Texas or Arizona. I mean, because when you're on a road trip, you're like, yeah. they all just kind of start running together. Yeah. But I thought I really want to see a prairie dog and I really want to see a tumbleweed. Did you see a prairie dog? Yes. I saw prairie a prairie dogs. dog and I was so excited. And then I saw a tumbleweed and I'm thinking it's going to be the size of, you know, a soccer ball. Those things are it's fucking huge. huge. Giant. It hit my car. And, and they're hard. Yes. Like they're just a bunch of shit. Like it was yeah. coming for me and I couldn't do anything to stop. I wonder how many deaths by tumbleweed. <laughs> no shit. Like they are gigantic. Yeah. Well, that was like, that's totally got to be one of the ways people died. Tumbleweed knocks over a kid. I mean, if you can get crushed by a wagon wheel. Yeah. Then you can get crushed by a tumbleweed. Yeah. There, uh, I remember when, when I was, I'm going to say 10, maybe Yeah. my, grandfather took us across oh that's right the I used to do yeah trips. yeah and cool. we went to like you know four corners mm-hmm. we did wyoming we did all we did everything almost like the working trail except not come from like <laughs> illinois but we um i remember it was back in the days of like a vhs recorder like mm-hmm. a camcorder oh yeah and we probably had like five hours of footage of prairie dogs because i was just so excited to see prairie dogs and we did route 66 and and all that but it was it's a lot of nothing for a long time yeah i can see how people died or people got bored and got drunk (laughs) they just and abused opium (laughs) and killed each other just to i want to know how many stds there were just like rampant as fuck yeah brothels and all that oh yeah stopping along the way Mm -hmm. yeah pick up a good std yeah i wish there were more stories of female outlaws yeah but the problem is is they never were like like i like the vigilante outlaw they're just fucking crazy bitches Mm -hmm. like that are like white is right you know what i mean (laughs) like they're just insane yeah insane bitches or Mm -hmm. the god told god told me to do this yeah or um yeah what was the hatchet wielding oh oh fuck. oh my oh, god gosh. what was her name i took a picture with her um oh yeah, yeah with her son her when name? i was in wisconsin mark no jeez fucking hell <laughs> do you know who i'm talking about yes another dollop episode where they talk yes. about that yeah hold on now i'm gonna hatchet wielding crazy bitch because <laughs> it was like america something yeah oh 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 um oh god jeez uh. why is it Oh, carry the nation. Carry, yeah, carry, carry a nation. nation. Carry a nation. That's yes. right. And I didn't. It it literally googled hatchet wielding crazy bitch. <laughs> and the first thing that comes up is butt cherry crazy bitch live, and then crazy bitch on Wikipedia. So that didn't help me. Carry yeah. a nation. Yeah. Yeah. What was her middle name? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. She crazy bitch. Carry a nation. 
all about how drinking is bad yeah definitely listen to that podcast oh my gosh that's one of the best episodes so funny story is so insane she literally would go just like beat up bars and saloons with a fucking hatchet yeah and destroy all the booze yeah just post prohibition i don't pre yeah who fucking knows anyway well that was really interesting thanks yeah and I've, I didn't realize that the wild, you think of the Wild West being such a long, drawn yeah. out period in history where. Well, and another thing I learned was that this was not the first, like the gold rush and all that. Mm-hmm. This was not the first. There were yeah. like five before that. Yeah. That I didn't realize. So. And what it really makes me think of when ever we talk about times that were where people didn't live very long and they're just all kinds yeah. of stuff to basically kill you. Yeah. <laughs> like what. I don't know if miracle is the right word or everything that's happened to make you a person today. Yeah. I mean, I would say one of the biggest things is vaccinations. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> if you if you don't take anything away, <laughs> get your but vaccines. I, but I mean, just like that, that person had to survive in order oh, to... Oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah, like your lineage. Yeah, your yeah. lineage. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like that person had to survive in order to make <laughs> people to make more people i think for us it was just that our family was like fuck it we'll stay here (laughs) nah y'all have fun in oregon we don't we don't need any gold we don't need any of that shit we've got farms here nah well i mean and but then you got to think about being settlers in in the south yeah yeah our family did survive the civil war or our you know how many of our you know ancestors did die in the civil war Mm -hmm. i mean it, we were on the wrong side yeah so i get it but it was also i mean it was tragic yeah i mean totally decimated large mm-hmm. parts of the south burned it yes burned it to the ground for sure but you know makes sense mm-hmm. but yeah so we 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 survived we survived the civil war <laughs> sure what 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 the fuck yeah uh, and i married a northerner yeah so look at me <laughs> doing so good well i mean you think they your ancestors survived the ship from yeah right from wales ireland just everything that your ancestors had to survive to make you happen yeah and then to come here as immigrants and not and like be you know of a descent where yeah they're still like irish Mm -hmm. slaves well not really slaves because yeah they looked white Mm. i mean let's let's call it like we see it yeah so yeah no did your set did your people settle in like the carolinas and georgia or yeah yeah Mm -hmm. same i always like thought surely they saw the statue of liberty and got off the boat but no it was way before that yeah i think i need to go look now (laughs) i don't know if that's right or not but we we were talking about that we're pretty much the same mix up of Mm -hmm. white just super white yeah same place and you're white. going to our homeland yes yeah mm-hmm. you gonna tell them about that in another well yeah i mean i can tell i'm planning a trip to london wales and edinburgh in wales. two months so i'm two months really y'all. excited she did that. that spontaneously as fuck yeah so but i mean you've been talking about it for so long it kind of got to the point where it's like fuck it i gotta do it yeah it was just like all right we either go now or we have to wait until piss or get off the pot yeah just kind of worked out i did it 
<laughs> I said one. I almost said shit or get off the pot, and so I'm glad I got it right. Yeah. Piss or get off the pot. Sure. Yeah, I, I think if you hadn't just booked it, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Ever. So, so that's good. We're excited. She can go see all the cool shit. All the homeland. So if you have any suggestions, let her know. Yeah. What to see. Maybe take some funeral story stuff with you and pass it out. I already said, like, maybe I should get some all because i'm just gonna do like basic wardrobe like yeah. black leggings and gray top so i was like maybe instead of just a plain gray top i should get like a do our funeral stories logo yeah and just wear that with my black leggings Fuck the whole yeah. time I'm there and pass out cards i think that's great <laughs> we need to reach across the pond there you go i need to get some more listeners over there uh, well that'll be awesome well that was the uh our research on the wild west i feel like i could have done more i feel like it was very um just like yeah that's what happened yeah doctors weren't really doctors and no. there was no formaldehyde and this that and the other and so. it was a time where people had multiple jobs like you were saying that mm-hmm. the that would suck though yeah to be like fuck i just wanted to build some tables and now you got me put a coffin together god damn it and i'm directing the funeral <laughs> what the fuck will you at least buy a table please anything a chair am i at least gonna get paid for this right like i would just like build a bunch of coffins yeah and then not be the funeral director (laughs) like where are the churches hmm they had ministers but anyway that this could be we could do a whole other episode on all the other ways people died and the weird deaths and native americans and all that from that time but yeah i feel like i feel like like native american funeral stuff it's just i mean multiple episodes coming oh yeah oh yeah we'll get to all of that for sure for sure i think also we were the bad guys there so (laughs) let's not forget that yeah yeah i was reading one about um the you know i was talking about how the native americans weren't actually near as violent as we were taught in our fear-mongering elementary schools um but there was this one battle where we weren't as nice to them well i mean we we brought in a shit ton of disease and so the disease like swept through this native americans tribe yeah and they came and like brutally killed the they 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 said it was two people that did it it was these two people and they had had a back and forth with them for like 11 years or something Mm -hmm. so at that point they were like fuck it fuck it and they went and just like brutally killed them but scalpings didn't happen as much as we think but it did that then they did definitely scalp them yeah i mean i'd be pissed too yeah awful i mean just scalpings may have happened that might have been a way that they yeah their culture did something but if you say they did a hundred scalpings and we made out to be a thousand yeah right that's still it's a lot and that's one of those things about the movies it's like quicksand yeah who didn't think quicksand was gonna be a i thought that quicksand was gonna be fucking everywhere yeah yeah (laughs) you're just gonna step in it and die like our i thought i was gonna be dragging our tax out of fucking quicksand all over the damn place did you um get that from indiana jones was that what made you think? No, Rainbow. It was on Rainbow Bright. It was oh. on The Never Ending Story. Like, every- oh, wait, was it in Indiana? I think it was in Indiana Jones. Yes, it was in everything. Yeah, it was in everything in the 80s. In the 80s, <laughs> like, they were always fucking talking about quicksand. <laughs> yeah, American film will do that to you. And then it's nowhere. Yeah, like zombies. Yeah. That's, that's going to happen 
any day now apparently anything any sensationalized day yeah they, they blow things up true you're right yeah. you're right mm-hmm. so yeah there's a lot of takeaways from this but <laughs> we'll just end that one there so there you go there we you ended go. on quicksand on quicksand <laughs> so laura how would you end that one? Oh god um get your kids vaccinated because <laughs> it all ends in a funeral <laughs> bye It'll end a lot sooner if you don't get your vaccinated. Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.